0: Well, alrighty then. We welcome all you affable, nice, curious, comedic, intriguing people to another episode of Smart Drivel. Hi, guys. It's Kurt Schneider, along with. Uh, this is John Ellenthal. And the last words
1: Kurt said to me before we hit the record button today was something like that's the fire hydrant pissing on the dog?
0: Yeah, that's the fire plug pissing on the dog.
1: Fire plug?
0: Yeah, whatever. Yeah, fire plug. What the hell is a fire plug? A fire hydrant, John.
1: Is that what you and your fellow QAnon conspiracists
0: call it? <laughs> Funny you should say that because I have a joke for you, John. Oh, good. A conspiracy theorist walks into a bar. Now, you can't tell me that's a coincidence.
1: Very good. Is that the kind of stuff you learn in,
0: in QAnon? I, I don't know. I have not been in QAnon, but let's delve into conspiracy theories because there's a lot here and now. And as is true about humankind, there's been as long as there's been a humankind, there's been conspiracy theories.
1: Yeah, this moment in time certainly seems ripe and rife with conspiracy theories. So Kurt and I thought we would look back into the history of conspiracy theories. And Kurt is right. We have a great capacity to believe the unbelievable. Which begs the curious question of why, but I did look up the actual definition of QAnon. I had a sense of it, you know, child sex, traffic ring. But this is this this is how Wikipedia defines it. You probably know this as a member of QAnon. I'm not a member. The core QAnon conspiracy theory is that a cabal of satanic cannibalistic child molesters. Are operating a global child sex trafficking ring conspired against former US President Donald Trump during his term in office? What the what, what how do you even think that up? No less believe it. <laughs> no less connected. I'm curious what percentage of Americans believe in QAnon? I don't don't they give you those numbers when you're at your Q meetings? Is that a no? According to one report, nearly one in five Americans and one in four Republicans still believe in QAnon conspiracy theories. That was as of February 2022.
0: What the actual F? Well, that's it gets to the whole point of the human condition. Something is if things don't go your way, right, you don't believe that it's you, we don't believe that it's your person that could lose or could go against you so you come up with something you can't believe your idol would die so you have a conspiracy theory that they didn't die that someone kidnapped him and they went up with the aliens i guess it's a way to make sense of the world i guess it's one way
1: to explain the unexplainable but anyway i did a little research uh, from the american psychological association so at some point during this episode We'll talk about some of the prevailing theories for this wild, crazy shit.
0: I'm probably not far off with what I thought, but...
1: All right, well, uh, we're going we're gonna to test you against the experts, Kurt.
0: Well, here's one. I know we've looked up a couple. Here's one that I think is kind of interesting. <laughs> so there was a theory out there. I'm sure you've heard that Walt Disney froze himself.
1: Yeah, cryogenesis. That's right.
0: Yeah. I mean, he, they said he did it. Ted Williams did it. Who else? There was like four or five people supposedly did it. Well, one conspiracy theory is the whole reason the Walt Disney company made the movie Frozen was to change the Google algorithm. So when you typed in Disney and Frozen, you no longer got Walt Disney is Frozen, but you got instead the movie.
1: (laughs) So the movie Frozen was created to push. The Walt Disney cryogenesis story down in Google's algorithm. Yeah. Well, you know what? Regardless of the motivation, I didn't see Frozen, but I do know that there's someone named Ella or Elsa who sings really beautifully.
0: Yes, Elsa.
1: And was she voiced by like Idina Menzel?
0: Probably. I think you're right. And there was a song by Sarah Bareilles in that Brave, which is a great song.
1: I saw Rent when it first opened, whenever that was which is a terrible story about, was his name, Jonathan Larson, who wrote it and brought it to Off-Broadway. And right before it was about to open on Broadway, he was misdiagnosed in the hospital and ended up dying like he was like 36 years old. By the way, this is true. This is not a conspiracy theory, but I digress. Idina Menzel was in the original cast of Rent, and I saw her there. I think I also saw her in Wicked. Yes, me too. And Channelworth.
0: Anyway, so we're talking about. Conspiracy theory. So I just thought it'll be fun for us to share some of these, either ones that everyone's heard of and why, or ones you haven't heard of, like the Disney Frozen connection. All right. Well, that's
1: that one's a little bit more obscure. I will counter program that obscure one with perhaps the granddaddy of them all that the moon landing or landings were faked. And we didn't put a man on the moon. Instead, in an effort to beat the Russians to the moon and achieve primacy in the space race, that we actually film that stuff
0: on some secret sound stage somewhere. There is absolutely some reason why you would believe it. If you look at it, the flag is waving in the wind, but there's no wind. There are no stars in the background. The shadows do not line up. I'm not sure he was really, Neil Armstrong was really on the moon. How do you explain the fact that the astronauts
1: brought back hundreds of moon rocks that were independently verified, not by NASA, as moon rocks?
0: Can I ask you a question? If you hadn't been there before, how would people know?
1: <laughs> because there are people who can sort of figure out based on the composition of that and the signature of this whole thing over here. So, yes, you're, you're referencing a famous picture of Buzz Aldrin in his astronaut garb standing next to a flagpole with the rippling stars and stripes. And since there's no atmosphere on the moon, there's no wind, there's no weather, how is it that the flag... So that is a key piece of evidence for the conspiracy theorists. NASA did explain that by saying, you know, he shook the pole when he was planting it into the Earth, not the Earth, the moon's surface... And that's why there was a ripple. But you know what? Who knows?
0: You don't think it's funny that the people who said we, we know without a shadow of a doubt, these rocks are from the moon, but no one had been to the moon before? Well, I don't think it's a requirement.
1: I mean, I huh. think we've been able to identify rocks from Mars that landed on Earth, despite the fact that there's never been a man on Mars. You ever hear of this thing called science, Kurt?
0: I, all you I know. English
1: majors don't even understand. Did you know where the science building was at Dartmouth?
0: I, we didn't have one. I always thought that we were on the moon, but maybe we went later on. But the first one, maybe it was faked. And then we went on the other one. So like Apollo 17 or whatever.
1: Well, so that was the last moon landing. But there are some who even think that Stanley Kubrick, the filmmaker, helped NASA fake the first lunar landing because he was the one who made, you know, 2001, a space odyssey. And that proved that there was enough technology to create something that looked like space. But here's a weirder element of it. By the way, he
0: also did Clockwork Orange, which was kind of kooky in and of itself.
1: Yes, he did. You remember that horrible tragedy when they were preparing for the lunar landing? One of the earlier Apollo missions, remember the the rocket blew up, caught fire on the launch pad. And unfortunately, the three astronauts, Virgil Grissom, Ed White and Roger Chafee, all died in the fire. But there are those who believe they were that was just a cover story and they were actually executed by the U.S. government because they were afraid that the three of they were they were about to disclose the truth that the whole thing was a fake.
0: You know, you could see how you could go down these rabbit holes in one thing. Well, that makes sense but to why? me. But what do, what does it do for you to believe this? It sets things right in your mind if you have uncertainty, I guess. By the way, did you ever read The Right Stuff by Tom Wolfe? I saw part of the movie. So the movie was phenomenal. And the book was actually even better. Both are amazing. I'll give you one last
1: factoid. Actually, this is factual, but it's about the conspiracy. Six percent of Americans believe the moon landings were fake and five percent are undecided. So that was 1999 Gallup poll. So 20 some odd years ago, 11% of Americans, one in nine, were not convinced that we actually landed on the moon.
0: I bet you if we did that now, the number would, the percentage would go up. Yeah, we seem to be in a a real heyday of conspiracy theorists. Yep. So if we're we're going on granddaddies, then the other one was that 9 11 was not a terrorist attack, but was an inside job that it was detonated inside the buildings, that a plane itself could not have caused the damage, and that it wouldn't, the jet fuel would not have melted this steel.
1: Right. Of
0: course, that was debunked by them saying, well, if it didn't melt it, it would certainly weaken it enough that it would fall over, which is what indeed happened. But then there was also the the theory that, okay, well, if you don't believe that, that, and the idea was that we did it on purpose we being the U.S. government, to rally Americans to go to war against Iraq. It was said, and this was a, an adjunct to that, that George Bush, George W. Bush, who was the president at the time, knew it was going to happen, turned a blind eye so that we could then use this as a rallying cry to go attack them, much like they say that FDR knew all about Pearl Harbor and turned a blind eye so that we could then get into World War II.
1: Nihilism seems- pretty popular these days. And, you know, there are a lot of people with that kind of attitude around the world. And I guess it makes sense at some level, because when you look at all the institutions that are no longer held in the regard that they once were, I mean, there isn't an institution out there that hasn't had some loss of faith in it, and probably a material loss of faith And it. It gives rise to a skepticism, especially around institution and rules and laws that so when things aren't going so good, you know, people turn to this intensely skeptical, dark view of people and people's motivations.
0: For our audience, would you please define what your twenty dollars word was there? Nihilism. I think you and I pronounce it differently, but
1: so I called it. What did I say? Nihilism. It's probably yeah. nihilism.
0: Yeah, I think it is, but it doesn't matter. Would you just would you define it to people? Nihilism.
1: There are a number of definitions. I'll look this up so I can get all official. First definition is a total rejection of established laws and institutions. That's the that, one. The second is anarchy, terrorism, and other revolutionary activity. It's a, also a philosophy, which is an extreme form of skepticism and the denial of all real existence or the possibility of an objective basis for truth.
0: Pretty dark. I'm going to give you in another conspiracy theory here.
1: Yes. You just gave me one. Well, let me ask you this. If you can't control yourself, please go. I don't want to have an accident here on the show. Go, go, go. What do you got? You mentioned the granddaddy of them all. And I would argue that the two granddaddies of them all are really, at least in American culture, which is not to diminish 9-11, but it hasn't been around as long. I think it's the moon landings were fake and JFK's assassination. I mean, those were all the way back in the 60s. So
0: Oliver Stone did a whole movie on it.
1: Yes. And he's a bit of a conspiracy theorist himself. Yes, he is. So do you remember the day that Kennedy was assassinated? Yep. Lay it on me, big fella.
0: November 22nd, 1963.
1: Right. So he's hit by two bullets. So he and Governor Connolly and their wives are driving in a convertible in Dallas, driving through Dealey Plaza which is right by, you know, goes right by the book depository where Lee Harvey Oswald was up on the top floor. I think it was the sixth floor, the top floor. The president is struck by two bullets. One hits him in the head, one hits him in the neck. And there are all these theories about what really happened. Did Lee Harvey Oswald act alone? Because the trajectory of the bullets seemed off with what actually happened to the president. Was there another shooter on the grassy knoll Was he killed by the CIA as revenge for the Bay of Pigs? Was he killed by the mafia because his brother, who was the attorney general, um, Bobby, you know, prosecuted organized crime rings. So there are so many speculations around what really happened. And, you know, I don't, unfortunately, we'll never know. Of course, there was the, the Warren Commission, which was led by Chief Justice Earl Warren, you know, after the killing and and they concluded that Oswald acted alone. But there are a lot of people who refuse to accept that Oswald could have pulled off what he pulled off.
0: Well, and do you not find it curious that the one guy who could have told us if he acted alone or not was shot and killed before he got a chance to speak? Yeah, I mean, that does certainly, you know, feed the fire. Jack Ruby did have connections to the mob. And also,
1: he also spent time in Russia, Lee Harvey Oswald. So, you know, if you want to believe that this was, there was a lot more going on. But do you believe that there was a conspiracy that surrounded the assassination of JFK?
0: I do think there's enough murkiness to think that there could have been something else that happened there.
1: I get it. I mean, it could have been the KGB because we mentioned Russia, could have been the mob, could have been the CIA, could have been Lyndon Johnson. You know, some people believe that it was. Lyndon Johnson, who did it. So, but I know that you have allowed for the possibility,
0: but what do you believe? Unlike the moon, which I actually do believe we did land on the moon, (laughs) I do think that there is something here that I don't think it was Oswald on his own. All right. Here is one I found, which is really interesting. There's some guy out there who goes and he's got all sorts of YouTube stuff on this. He believes that Barack Obama is Malcolm X's son. <laughs> and what's the argument? That they look alike. And I saw there's one picture where they, you, there's a resemblance, but they don't look alike. And then there's another one, which I heard this weekend, because I was watching my beloved New York Knicks lose to the Miami Heat. And the Miami Heat have a superstar named Jimmy Butler, who in the playoffs is just unbelievable. Right. The theory is that Jimmy Butler is Michael Jordan's illegitimate son. Oh, boy. And it's because if you trace back to nine months before he was born, outside of Houston, the Bulls were in town playing against the Houston Rockets. Oh, boy. And his mother, he never knew who his father was. And his mother kicked him out when he was 13 and wanted nothing to do with him, wouldn't say anything. So, And he's an incredible basketball player. So
1: do we think that, has Michael Jordan ever submitted to a paternity test on this matter? It's just ridiculous. So I don't think you have to. So he was in Houston when this happened. So there's no risk of Lee Harvey Oswald being involved.
0: No, but then I read that Joan Benet Ramsey, the poor young girl.
1: Six-year-old, like in Colorado, disappeared from her bedroom one night. Is really Katy Perry. Ah! <laughs> and and why? Because there's some physical resemblance of Katy Perry to a six-year-old blonde girl.
0: Yes, and I saw the side-by-side pictures. It is you spend some time on the internet Googling around conspiracies. By the way, I wonder what's going to happen to us now that I spend a lot of my time googling around conspiracy
1: theories. Well, I think ever since you joined Q, you sort of made yourself <laughs> subject to those things. So anyway, I really wanted to understand why people believe conspiracy theories? Yeah. I don't know that I have an answer here that I find terribly satisfying, but according to the American Psychological Association, people believe in conspiracy theories for a variety of reasons, to explain random events, to feel special or unique, or for a sense of social belonging, to name a few. Look, it kind of gets to
0: the Mandela effect a little bit, right, that we talked about a couple weeks ago.
1: I still don't get it. I mean, when you start piecing together all of the things that make QAnon a thing.
0: Well, forget about QAnon. There's a gazillion others besides QAnon. Out I know, there. but just think when
1: I read that definition of what it is from Wikipedia, cannibals, pedophiles.
0: Burning Ill, I mean, infants or something. You know, there we're was talking a, serious shrooms here, Kurt. There was a, speaking about shrooms. There was a conspiracy theory that Lewis Carroll is actually Jack the Ripper.
1: Okay, they're both English, so there you have it. Were they contemporaries? Yep. Okay,
0: case closed. But apparently, he admits it via some anagrams in in uh, Alice in Wonderland, that if you put them together, which, of course, if you're going with anagrams in writing, yeah, you can cut up anything. It's in there. There was an A from the word and, and there was a word M- did Jack the
1: Ripper leave beautifully written notes at his murder scenes? Nope, but he was never found. But he didn't leave notes. That's right. They never found Jack the Ripper. It could He could be Lee Harvey Oswald and Michael Jordan's brother. All right. So all of this British and stuff makes me think of another one that I think is an anchor tenant in the modern contemporary conspiracy theory mall. Uh,
0: and that coach. is... In pop culture conspiracy theory.
1: Okay, fair enough. And that is the many people who believe that in 1966, Paul McCartney died yeah. in a fiery automobile accident.
0: Poor guy. They replaced him with a
1: doppelganger. They did. They they believe that they found somebody else who not only looked just like him, sounded but like sounded him. just like him. And I watched that eight hour or so documentary. Was it, it was called awesome. Let It Be last it year? Called, it was called Get Back. Get Back. Get Back. That was That's right. There are many scenes where Paul is actually trying to figure out the lyrics of the song. So not only does he apparently look like Paul and sound like Paul, but he has Paul's same creative genius, right. which is really, and, and like the whole Lewis Carroll, Jack the Ripper thing, there are people who believe that there are all of these little clues littered across the Beatles' work. Uh, I'll give you a couple. There is of course the what, what's the one where where if you play the album backwards it says Paul is dead and if you listen to the end of Strawberry Fields Forever to the very yes. end there's you know John Lennon mumbles something which many people believe was I buried Paul. Lennon claims that he was basically saying cranberry sauce but I don't know why he would be saying that. And then apparently cranberry sauce, and of course there's the famous Abbey Road cover, where the four Beatles are crossing the street, but Paul is the only one out of sync with the other. Paul is out of sync, and he's barefoot, and if he's and that's because when you're dead, you don't need shoes. That's right, and you start stringing all this stuff together, and you're willing to believe that Paul McCartney never formed the band Wings, and well, maybe he shouldn't have never married Heather Mills. Well, I guess he probably wishes he hadn't married Heather Mills because that ended badly. But there's stuff on Sgt. Pepper. And anyway, there are all of these lyrics and images hidden. People actually believe that Paul McCartney died in 1966. I do not believe that.
0: Yeah. The two questions I get when I walk my dog in Central Park, where's the John Lennon Strawberry Fields Forever tribute? And then the other one is, where can I see the most squirrels? Foreigners, they don't have squirrels over in Europe or Asia, I guess, because they go crazy for squirrels. And where is the Strawberry Fields? 72nd ho- Street on the west side. It's by the mem- Dakota? Yeah, it's a Memorial, right across the street from the Dakota. And the yeah. squirrels, apparently there was this hardy gray European squirrel, but we introduced the red squirrel to the UK and our red squirrel just ate all their squirrels. So there are no squirrels anymore. You know what? Some people believed that the Coca-Cola company purposely put out new Coke and made it so inferior so that people would have a demand curve upload for classic Coke. The CEO of Coke at the time said, we're not that stupid and we're not that smart.
1: Yeah, that would be a seriously, you know, that's like 11 dimension chess in your head. Yeah, you're playing the long game. Right. Yeah, well, that's just crazy to think that that actually would work. And I think that guy's right; they're not that dumb and they're not that smart.
0: That was the CEO at the time, so yeah. They're, they're, there's there's crazy stuff. You know, what about all these things about the Illuminati? I mean, Dan Brown has made a heyday yeah. in his books about this. But the Illuminati or the New World Order, which is even bigger than the Illuminati, you use the word nihilism beforehand. I use the word hegemony. But hegemony is basically one group is in control of everything. And it's a social, it's a social group or whatever that controls everything. It's like one class controls everything. And the New World Order and the Illuminati, they were both real groups. But now it's that these guys control everything and everyone in the world are puppets around them. And then I found out apparently, did you know this? When was the last time you flew through Denver?
1: You know what? I have never been to, I went to Stapleton, the old airport a bunch of times. I don't think I have been to the new airport which ain't that new no more.
0: Well, don't go because everyone says it is the gate to hell or the headquarters of the Illuminati or the New World Order because they have the 20 foot high horse, blue horse with the fiery demon eyes. They have gargoyles inside. They, there's all this conspiracy theory that underneath it's like the gateway to hell and or the headquarters for Illuminati or New World Order. Wow. Well, you know what?
1: When it first opened, it took them a long, long time to figure out the baggage handling systems. I mean, they really massive snafus. So it may have felt like the gates of hell. And it was $3 billion over as well. Yeah, and it was, it's also really far outside the city, apparently, where Stapleton wasn't.
0: That's correct. Stapleton is now, I forgot what it was. It's now something else, which we still love. still to. fly in and out of it? Nope. No, no. It's something oh. completely different. Anyway, we have to wrap up because we've been talking about conspiracy theories for a while, and now I'm scared that something might come into my home. But do you have any others to share with us, some quick ones that were kind of fun, that tickled your funny bone? No, but it sounds like you do. Well, I mean, there's the one that we all know that Tupac is not dead, that apparently the autopsy incorrectly listed his height and weight, and maybe he's actually alive living in Cuba. And there's a lot of celebrities who are dead, who are not really, yes. of course. Why
1: aren't, why aren't they in Argentina with the Nazis?
0: Exactly. Well, by the way, do you know that Joseph Stalin himself propagated the rumor that Hitler was still alive and living in South America?
1: What was the tactical advantage of that?
0: To keep people, you know, underneath his military protection because he, he might come back. And oh, he was, a, he, was
1: a, the... he was an ongoing threat. So, sta- gotcha, gotcha, uh, gotcha.
0: Then, of course, Elvis. Everyone says Elvis is alive. Apparently, there's a Canadian whole group behind it called the Elvis Sighting Society. And there was a posting recently that they someone saw him at the Tim Hortons at 2 a.m.
1: Well, is it the Tim Hortons in Area 51?
0: <laughs> I don't know if there is one there. All right, John, I'm scared. I think it's time to sign off. I think we should learn a little bit more about this because Conspiracy theorists could take over the rational thinkers, and I'm sure there's been a movie made of that or a science fiction book.
1: Well, I think this is a good time because you probably have to get to your QAnon meeting.
0: No, I don't. I have nothing right, to do So with.
1: Kurt and I will be back unless something horrible happens next week with another episode of Smart Drivel. Until then, we hope your week is filled with smart drivel and devoid of all conspiracy theories. Goodbye, everybody.
0: Ciao.